This episode of the Nerd Cave Retro is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. programs and welcome back to the nerd cave retro show my name is jason robbins and i'm Derek diamond and we have returning guest uh podcaster uh wrestler uh internet personality mr joey image (laughs) good evening good evening i don't think i'm returning to this show though right or no yeah you've been i don't uh, remember if i oh i have yeah, I know I've been on like all your other guys' yeah. shows. I just don't remember this. One. <laughs> it starts to, uh, to all bleed together after a while. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I can't tell you. I still to this day when I'm uh, when starting this show, I have to consciously make sure I don't say pop culture palette because I want to every time. <laughs> it's tough to break that habit. <clears throat> so, uh, so what it's you cool fellas to be here? This is very cool. What you fellas been up to this week? We'll start with our guest, Mister Image. How you been? Oh, not bad, man. Not bad. I don't. When was the last time I was on this show? Whew. Uh, I have to look back through the I archives. Think, uh, I gotta say, 2017. I think, right? Oh yeah. Stand by. I'll, a, I'll I'll take a look. Well, at least a year, I would say. Uh, not that far. I said, didn't it say on the uh, the Google Doc like July or something like that? I don't remember. Yeah, but I can't get back to that because now I'm at the current date. So now the date is updated. <laughs> oh you no, know, July. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't say it anymore. Uh... <laughs> But anyway, uh, it's been a while, and it's cool to be back, and I love talking about retro games, especially uh, the one that I was streaming earlier. Yeah. We uh, we saved this one for you, so I went, and when I asked you about it, I was like, we're gonna, talking about doing this game, and, and um, I think it was Derek that was like, doesn't Joey like Rygar? I was like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we, we had mentioned it when Joey was on my show. We were talking about retro gaming like at the end of the interview, and he had brought yeah. up the game Rygar, and I had never heard of it. So I, I actually I, I will say I did play it earlier today. So I'll have some uh, some stuff to throw in for the review. Was yes. that the first time you played it? Was today? Yes. Oh, great, great, great! I was, I got to hear your uh, when you get to it. Uh, so did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you play the NES oh. version or did you play the arcade version? Because on the uh, the virtual console is the arcade version. I played the NES version. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I downloaded. Um, I didn't even think to look on the virtual console. I just downloaded an emulator and played it for a for a pretty decent amount this afternoon. Cool. Uh, actually, so. speaking of emulators, I, I almost bought today. There's this thing. Uh, what's it called? I saw it in Walmart today, <laughs> and um, it actually hooks up to. It's a Super Nintendo controller, and it hooks up to, uh, of course, the the Super NES. But it also has uh, a little dongle on it that you can hook it up to PC and I'm trying to remember the oh, name cool. of it right now, but, uh, the, the edge super game pad. I don't know if you guys have ever heard, heard, of, heard of it. Uh, I was like 15 edge bucks, super game pad. Yeah, yeah. It sounds cool. Although I've never heard of it, but it and, sounds, um, I looked cool. it up to see if it would work with Mac, but it, I couldn't find anything to where it would act, where it would. So I, I didn't get it. I'm going to do a little more research before I pick one up. 
because that'd be really good to use for as far as an emulator goes because it's it's pretty much just a uh it's an old super nintendo controller but it's got a, like a lot of little switches up at the top for like turbo and all that kind of stuff it's really cool so if you get a chance there, are there uh are there uh retro emulators for mac or no i don't think so um because oh, i have right now i have a thumb drive with every single super nintendo and nintendo game ever made but i have nothing to play yeah. them on i don't have a pc so yeah yeah you would yeah. think by now they would have made some type of emulator for rams yeah or I've been, for max i've been right. looking into getting a, a pc laptop so just so i can game better oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you just some old junky thing or whatever yeah so. yeah I'm, I may actually be able to send you something. Well, I'll we'll, we'll talk about that again. Okay. Sounds good to me. Free free computer be nice. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a stack of 18 laptops sitting behind me that some of them are missing stuff. I just got to put stuff together, and I have oh, another one on the way from a, from a Facebook friend. So Sweet. I, yeah, my, my, my girl's like, hey, can we get rid of these 18 laptops sometime? <laughs> I'm like, what? we can't get rid of them. They're laptops. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they work, and none of them work. I mean, you know, like I said, they're all missing stuff. I have to mix and match and put stuff together. But she's just like, uh, she, you know, she's right. I mean, I haven't. they've been here over a year now. I haven't touched them yet. I just yeah. brought them home from work one day, and they've been sitting there. So <laughs> maybe to have something to do with one of them would be great. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> so what about you, Derek? Great. What you been up to this week? <clears throat> Uh, well, it's been, for the most part, relatively uneventful. I did have a, a eventful day. Uh, I ran my first ever 15K. I saw that. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, um, for those who don't know, 15K is just under nine and a half miles. Um, I wasn't 100% sure if I was going to do it or not, but I told myself, if I can run up to six miles on Thursday, I'm going to do it. So I ran six miles on Thursday. I said, well, I guess I'm going to do it. So... <laughs> Uh, it was very cold, uh, as inconsistent as Florida weather is. Uh, it was cold today, supposed to be like 70 and rainy tomorrow. So that'll be fun. Um, other than that, you know, just, um, ran a lot of errands today, getting ready for uh, a Super Bowl party I'm throwing tomorrow. So, uh, getting all that stuff together and just learning that People in general are stupid. <laughs> Dude, I wrote They're very I stupid. wrote a five minute stand up set about stupid people that killed the other night when I did stand up for the first time. So you're you're talking you're speaking that, my I, language. I saw that tweet, I think. I was very happy to see that, by the way. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I remember you saying that you were kind of on the fence about doing it, so yeah. I'm, I'm glad you did. Well, I got so addicted to it that I, I started to research <clears throat> online where I could do uh, open mic nights and stuff, and I found there's a place in Pensacola, uh, Mobile, Hattiesburg, and uh, New Orleans, which is all within like a two-hour radius of me. So uh, I'm going to start <clears throat> dragging Mr. Mr. Wally Phelps with me to some uh, open mic nights and start doing some comedy. Nice. So that's that's cool. Fun. Yeah. If you guys come to Pensacola, let me know and I'll come oh. watch. Oh, I will. You tr well, you, once I once will. you get big, let me know. There's a couple of comedy clubs up here that are awesome. Dude, I might do that when I come up there in April. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. Oh, you dude, could, I, make I, you... I would totally take it to some open mics, man. That would be cool. I'll make you get up there with me. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I'm afraid of. I haven't gone any yet. I have stuff written. It's just, it's just like... I, I feel stupid saying this, but I can't get up. I, I like I have like the nerve thing about getting up in front of a crowd of people and talking. Although I've been doing it for now eighteen years in wrestling, but mm -hmm. it's not the same thing, yeah. man. It's like it's not you know like 
I have to get a good reaction doing stand up. But if I'm doing, if I'm, if I'm talking, if I'm doing a wrestling promo and the crowd, you know, I'm supposed to be doing good and the crowds are booing me, then I just turn to a bad guy right on the spot. That's all. <laughs> and then everything's fine. Well, hell, like I it's mean, literally that easy. But I, like with, well, I guess, I guess you could do that with comedy, but it probably wouldn't work out well. I mean, hell, I played drums for <laughs> 20, 20 years and I, I played shows in front of literally 20,000 people before. And, that's a lot easier than getting up in front of a room there the at the yeah. bar the other night there was probably maybe 30 40 people there and like you're up on stage and you just you see everybody's face just like looking at yeah. you just, just that, kind of, that's a lot for a first time i just got little, nervous here a little more intimidating it's like yeah make, i've got make friends me laugh, that are, uh, funny boy <laughs> i've got friends that are kind of well-known comics that are like dude we'll give you i'll give you five minutes uh, I'll give you five minutes before my set. I'm like, I can't. Like, like guys like Rev Bob Levy and like even Artie Lang is like, oh yeah, come come in with Levy. We'll give you five minutes. I'm like, dude, I that's like starting at the top. I can't do that. Like, I need to, you know, I need to get my, I need to grow my, my I need to grow a set starting from the bottom first. Yeah. So that's how my week has been. <laughs> I did some stand up for the first time. And uh, actually, the other night, hey, I was bought... that recorded at all or no? No, I wish I would have gotten given Wally time, my. It's gotta be on video, I know, man. but dude, yeah. I was so nervous. It like didn't even like <laughs> register with me to like give Wally my phone and be like, dude, just tape it. And when I got yeah, off, yeah. loot, it, it, I was up there. He said I was up there for exactly five <laughs> minutes because I wrote five pages worth of material. And um, I got off the stage and literally it felt like it was like that i don't remember hardly any of it it went by so fast do it for us right now no <laughs> <laughs> well this is on video it's on audio it's live yeah, yeah no no think of how many people happen. are watching this there's probably three or four million i don't think anybody wants to hear me tell jokes on here just... about uh about um let's see i got a whole bit about uh warning labels and apparently somebody stuck a uh curling iron in their ass because there's a warning label on it that says do yep. not use internally <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I got a whole like two minutes out of that. <laughs> Sorry, <That's> Twitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually um, uh, I got Blaster Master Zero on the Switch. Excellent. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been playing it the is last two nights. Is that like a version of the original NES? Yeah. Apparently, what they did was they went back and they took or yeah they took the original ROM of the NES version and they basically just updated it. Uh, it's sort of like playing a 16-bit version of Blaster Master. And uh, it's nice. basically the same game, but they've got a lot more like power-ups, a few extra levels in there. Um, but yeah. the greatest thing about it is there's a save feature. Oh, the save <laughs> feature is so That's nice. That's the best thing about emulators you can <laughs> yeah. save now. It's yep. great. That's one of my biggest gripes about Rygar tonight. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> can somebody, can somebody watching this, please make a Switch emulator so I don't, so I don't have to pay the three hundred bucks. Yeah, I dude. just want to play Blaster Master and Breath of the Wild, and dude, that's it. Switch and maybe is, Mario Odyssey. Switch is so worth it, dude. I'm telling but, you. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm. I played like four minutes of like Mario Odyssey at Walmart last week, and uh, I played like two or three minutes, and then I gave the thing to my girl. They had the display one. And uh, my girl put the controller down. She's like, well, I'm oddly interested now. Like, <laughs> we just didn't care up until that. Like, you know, like she has a Wii. She hasn't used it in years. My my nephew, uh, my nephew, when he turned nine, my sister got him a uh, a Wii U for his birthday. 
And uh, he played the crap out of that, and like I played it, and I just didn't really care. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I can't just, I can't see the Switch being so great. And then, Dude, it's like the I best. said, five minutes of Mario Odyssey, I'm like, wow, this is cool. It's it reminded me of like the yeah. 3D, like Super Mario 64, almost. It's mm-hmm. the best uh, piece of hardware I've bought in five years, probably. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, it's the best Nintendo console in a long, long time. I'm gonna have and Joey, I'm, in the... I'm gonna have Joey ordering one on Amazon by the end of the show. <laughs> the third the live. Hey, I'm, I'm getting my tax return next week or the week after. We're so. doing it live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh, let's go ahead and uh, let's move in the news. We got a lot of news stories this week. So our first th- first two stories kind of go together. Earlier this week, and this is from Polygon.com, uh, the longest-standing video game record declared impossible and thrown out after 35 years. And he's also been banned from, uh, from the leaderboards going forward. Uh, Twin Galaxies, if you never heard of them, they've been the, uh, the kind of the record holder keepers of the last 30 five years or so. Um, uh, the video game record keeper and official source for the Guinness World Records has declared one of the oldest gaming world's records invalid after 35 years. Player Todd Rogers has been stripped of his world record for finishing the simple Atari 2600 racing game Dragster after months of deba- debate over his completion time. Uh, based on the complete body of evidence presented in this official dispute thread, Twin Galaxies uh, administrative staff has unanimously decided to remove all of his scores as well as ban him from participating in our competitive leaderboards. Um, and basically what he was saying is he ran it in a time of 5.51 seconds, but they've been using um, some sort of, uh, I forgot what it's called, they're some uh, some sort of program that runs all the different scenarios for video games and stuff. And basically, that is impossible. Like the, the basically this program says that it's absolutely impossible for them to have the score. And plus originally, you know, back in the day, the, the, the way they submitted these records was um, <clears throat> through like Polaroids and stuff. And, and apparently the Polaroid was smudged where the one is. Um, so I think the, the fastest you could actually do it was something like 5.57 seconds. So um, if he's lying, then, you know, they actually went through and they started to strip all of his other stuff too. And I don't know if that's in this article. I didn't read that far ahead. Uh, it says, um, Multiple witnesses and otherwise for the particular record, based on the code of the game, they don't see how it's possible to hit 5.54, let alone 5.51. And then I heard an update where they started going through, and like um, some of his records were more than 10 times the score of like the second place person. Like uh, I think he was like Millipede or Centipede. He had like 15 million. And like second place had like you know eight hundred thousand or something like that. So they were going back through, and they're taking this dude's records away. Um, but yeah, and on that note, there's another one that, and I actually said this. I was like, I wonder how many of these record holders are going to they're going to start looking at these old records. And of course, I see this pops up yesterday uh, on VentureBeat.com. King of Kong star Billy Mitchell 
lied claims Donkey Kong World record analysis. Uh, Donkey Kong fan site has removed three high scores from arcade legend Billy Mitchell after an analysis revealed he likely misled the community about playing on real arcade hardware and that he instead submitted emulator gameplay. Uh, he previously held the number 20 score on Donkey Kong with 1.062 million points, right behind his longtime rival Steve Wiebe's 1.064 million. Uh, professional gamer and hot sauce magnate now has the number 47 score with his 933,900 result he played in public on an arcade machine in 2004. So I'm wondering, really. You know, because, like, the whole Twin Galaxies thing and all that, it was kind of a, you know, like, being able to submit for these records back then was a little bit suspect. It was a lot of, you know, well, I got this score, and here's, you know, here's a Polaroid. It's a lot harder to, uh, you know, fake that stuff nowadays. So I'm wondering, you know, are they going to go back and find all these old high scores are just impossible? I mean, that's definitely possible. It's just crazy that after so long, you know, the the, the headline says after 35 years yeah. that they're just now being able to figure out that this stuff, you know, may or may not be false. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, I don't know. The other the other records that they're pulling from here, are they for, they're for other games, though, aren't they? Some um, of them? Oh yeah, well, there's all kind of different games they're looking at now. Like uh, this is the one. This is a, the, this article is actually about his Donkey Kong score. Um, they're <laughs> also going back and looking at uh, you know, like the guy before. What was his, his name? The um, Todd, Peter Todd something. Rogers or, or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going back. That's and what I mean. Like, at, like yeah. they're they're going back through all stuff he's done, and like I don't know. It doesn't. It seems weird. Like it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, what's the word? It doesn't relate to those games. It just relates to uh, um, whatever the hell the game was. <laughs> the Atari game. I forget now. Oh, uh, which one? The, the uh, Twin Galaxies game. Yeah. Oh well, Twin Galaxies was uh, run. Uh, there actually, you could look up a, a lot of documentaries about Twin Galaxies because they were. I think how it started was Twin Galaxies was actually a uh, an arcade back in the 80s and that's where they all the top you know record holders would go to the twin galaxies arcade and do their you know epic runs or whatever but a lot of these uh a lot of the um you know scores and stuff a lot of the high scores these guys would just submit and they really didn't look too closely into it (laughs) and that's the thing is like you know, you're talking like these scores were from like 82, 83. There, there were no digital cameras. Yeah. There were no, you know, even VH, you know, VCR, <laughs> like VHS cameras were, weren't, you know, those were not, those were few and far between back then. So yeah. like really trying to, to research this stuff was really, they just had to, you know, like trust what somebody said or like you know they basically yeah they get like a you know blurry polaroid or something and because even me back in the day i remember it was around 88 or 89 i used to have you know nintendo power uh uh subscription and i use actually i remember when i finished uh narc when i was a kid i took a screenshot with the camera 
um, to so I could submit it to Nintendo Power to get my name in Nintendo Power for actually defeating Narc. Well, you know, you know how a camera it's not a digital camera; it's a film camera. I had to take my mom's camera and take a pi- a couple of pictures of the screen, and then you got to wait six months for your mom to take enough pictures to, to fill up the <laughs> yeah, roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go <laughs> turn it the, in, the roll. and you're like, just like, oh my god! You have to wait like a day or two to get your pictures back, and you get your pictures back, couldn't see shit. Like you couldn't make out what the <laughs> score was. I was like, oh come on, man. There's no way I could beat that game again and take another picture. So being able to like actually record what you did was, you know, like not a easy task back then. It was I make it sound like we were in the fucking Stone Age or something, but we kind of were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were back then. <laughs> but I don't it's know. just crazy how much that technology's advanced. Yeah, but I, I this just this has been in pretty big news this week, and I, I really wanted to talk about this and get but your guys' d- opinion on this. Despite the uh, despite the advancement of all that kind of technologies, we we buy all this new stuff, we get all these new PCs and all these new video cards and webcams and all this crap, and then we go back and we play NES games. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. I, I'm never going to stop playing NES games. I mean, especially the one we're going to talk about later, but. Um, that's just like, that's what I grew up on. Like, man, that's what I know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the midst right now of building a new PC and I'm like, you know, the, my, all my emulators, the first I'm going to put on it. Yeah. (laughs) Cause old games are the best, man. I need need a, uh, I need a GeForce uh, GTX 1080i. I mean, 1080ti to, (laughs) uh, to play like Rygar and Contra. So, Joey, do you want to do this middle uh, news article here about the world's oldest video game Easter egg? I'm not even familiar with it. <laughs> it's from a game called Starship One. I've never heard of this before never. in my life. Yeah, I've never heard I haven't of it. either. Any video game trick? Um, yeah, I can read the beginning of it. I yeah. don't, I'm, I'm. Wait, is, is this for? Oh, this is in the arcade. This isn't even like the the. This, the picture of the screen looks like uh, Star Trek. I'm looking at my other monitor. It looks like um, Atari 2600. Yeah. It's you know what I mean? Looking. For years, the 19th... 19- oh, see? <laughs> that's funny because then it mentions Adventure right in the first line, which is an, yeah. one of my favorite Atari 2600 games. <laughs> uh, for years, the 1978 game Adventure has been credited in pop culture for containing the world's first in-game Easter egg. Not long ago, it was suggested that a game called Video Whizball might actually hold that honor, but generally speaking, it was accepted that no game released before '78 contained an Easter egg. Starship One. I I don't recognize this at all. Uh, however, I've evidence. Never heard of it. No, right, another am I. Evidence suggests that another game may have beaten both of those titles to the story punch during an interview with Atari. Oh, see, it is. I wonder if it's uh, Atari engineer Ron Miller, former vice president of game publishing at Microsoft. Uh, Ed Fries was surprised to hear Miller mention that he once developed an accessible trick for the 77 arcade title Starship One. That's the year I was born, 77. Yeah, me too. Um, that when found would grant the player 10 additional free games. So I mentioned that the graphics look like Atari, and apparently this was developed by an Atari guy. <laughs> yeah. Although it was an arcade game. Well, actually, it says here the way you get it. I remember somebody talking about this not too long ago. They just found this not too long ago. You have to do uh, the code. You have to do a serious, uh, a certain sequence of uh, like button pushes or something, and it would say "Hi, Ron," and give you ten free games. Who's Ron? Oh, oh, uh, the guy's name is Ron Miller. Yeah, so that's weird. 
this is the first and only game I ever programmed. I think it was maybe one of the first games on the back door. I didn't tell people about this, even with Atari, for at least 30 years. That's insane. But I had <laughs> wow. some code in there that if you did a certain sequence, it would say, hi, Ron. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> that, that's I wish wild. the screenshot had the hi, Ron message in it. Yeah. Like, it, I want to see that screen somewhere. It's not there. It's weird because the game itself looks like uh, um, the ship looks like an inverted enterprise. enterprise. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. That's though. wild. And, you know, we talked about this not too long ago, Derek. I don't know who we were talking to about uh, uh, Easter eggs. And, like, I really don't think <clears throat> we're nowhere near finding all the Easter eggs that have been in these old, old games. Because, honestly, I think the guys that program these games probably forgot they even did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the what Easter egg was... adventure? I loved that game. Yeah, I don't know what That was Easter where you're the little block and you have to yeah. pick up the key and... Open up the castle and then the dragons chase you around. But oh, what the hell was the Easter egg in that game? I don't know. Wasn't it the one? Um, I think it was mentioned in the Ready Player One book. I think you have to find like a hidden key, and it opens a door that says "created by whoever the person was that created the game," and that's how they gave themselves credit huh. for creating the video <laughs> game. Because because back then they never said this game was created by. Yeah, right. Just whoever. Atari owned everything. Yeah, yeah. but didn't oh, uh, that's cool? Didn't Yars Revenge do something like that too? God, I forgot about that game. That sounds that it, sounds familiar. It, yeah, you did I've never played the in, game, but I think I know what Easter egg you're talking about. You did something, and all of a sudden, the developer's name would flash on the screen or something like that. That's that's <laughs> cool. Uh, but it's it's, it's this... always cool finding like video game Easter eggs. You know, I, my personal favorites the uh, Zelda Link to the Past. I think it's Chris Houlihan's room. Like he won some type of sweepstakes where he had his game his name. Uh, entered into the game somehow and you find this room with this little box you can go to and it says hi my name is chris whatever this is my <laughs> secret room don't tell anyone about it <laughs> that's cool <laughs> that's awesome but uh derek, never never thought to find it but I, I know that it exists derek lead us into this next story <sighs> i knew you weren't going to be a fan of this but we have to talk about <sighs> it this comes to us from GameFragger.com. Nintendo Switch online paid service set to launch in September 2018. Nintendo Switch's online service will transition into a paid service called Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> and will be required to play games online. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online will grant Switch owners the ability to play compatible co-op and competitive multiplayer games online by signing into their Nintendo account. Additionally, a dedicated smartphone app connects to your Nintendo Switch system, which in turn helps you connect with friends online. Uh, the service will cost $19.99 for a yearly subscription. including Included in that price is access to a classic game selection of Nintendo titles like Super Mario Bros. 3 and Balloon Fight, as well as special discounts on select digital games from the Nintendo eShop. You know, Nintendo is the only company that could get away with this. Because I, dude, for months now, I thought, like, even up until this was uh, announced, I, I just knew they were going to launch in February. I thought we were going to get, on February 1st, they were going to come out and be like, hey, Switch Online's available this month. Uh, and it, I'll be like, all right, let's do this. But no, they want to wait till September when 2018's almost over with, a year and a half after the launch of the system. Now imagine, just imagine if 
PlayStation Five comes out, uh, and and you know this month, yeah. like they re- they launch PlayStation Five, and they're like, "Here's our new console, the PlayStation Five. But eh, PlayStation Network's not going to be available until like you know August of 2019. <laughs> so sorry, like really, <laughs> really, there'll be riots in the street if that happened. I mean, come yep. on, <laughs> Nintendo, damn! I'm gonna play it again just to. Just, What's the uh, monthly price going to be after it comes out? Did it say? Uh, it's t- $19.99 for a year. For a year. Uh, $3.99 for bad. one month, $7.99 for three months. Yeah. 20 for a year is not bad at all. No, not at all. No, it's not. It just needs to come out. <laughs> And they and they it, you know they they released this like it was some great thing like we're launching in September I'm like you realize it's like nine months from now really Nintendo come yeah. on man you're not fooling me I hate it <laughs> but yeah but we'll we'll all be excited when it does finally show up well, yeah. maybe, maybe I'll have a switch by then maybe I'll wait until then to get one so I can just plug it in and go <laughs> well, I mean come on it's like you know if they go for five year a console cycle of five years that's a quarter of your your console cycle that you don't have an online yeah. service right what yeah. the hell like am I am I wrong please tell me I'm wrong no I I don't I don't disagree <laughs> with you I don't disagree with you at all. And just, I mean, I'm kind of numb to Nintendo disappointing us with stuff like this. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, all right, cool. Look look at this face. That's for you, Nintendo. Right there. I'll have I'll have some memes on the Nerd Cave Retro page of that by the end of the night. I'm looking uh, forward to those. <laughs> well, we do. Um, we are um, running a little bit behind, so we're going to cut a few of these out, and uh, we'll just do 81 through 86, guys. And we'll go ahead and do this month in video game history. In February of 1981, Konami releases Scramble. Um, that sounds good right now. A nice uh, scrambled egg. That'd be good. Uh, first side-scrolling shooter with forced scrolling and multiple distinct levels. You guys ever heard of Scramble? No, sir. I have not. I do uh, like Scramble Bowls for breakfast. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, I do not recognize scramble. this. What is that is? I don't even recognize the like the, the game art or anything. So no. No. Interesting. Somebody out there screaming at us right now. I've never heard of Scramble. It's the best game ever. How remember, dare you? I remember Scrabble. Yeah. Not Scramble. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember this box art either. Yeah. Uh, in February of 1981, Williams Electronics releases Defender. I remember that. I love Defender. I used to have it for Atari and uh, Commodore 64. I love that game so much. I got I got so spoiled with Atari because my sister was dating this. I'll never forget this because this guy was like my favorite my favorite sibling boyfriend ever. Or my favorite sister boyfriend. This guy, John, it was loaded. So he had every Atari game, and when they split up, he gave them all to me. Sweet. I was like, whoa, this is the greatest thing ever. I remember Combat and Adventure. I had two of each. I don't know why I remember that, but it was awesome. But um, I, I remember playing Defender in the arcade. Like, yeah. around the corner from my parents' house, there was a little, like, candy store, and they had an arcade in the back. They had Defender and Commando for, like, 412 years. They never got rid of either one of them. And I remember playing Defender all the time. It was so much fun. 
Have you ever played Defender, Derek? It's fantastic. Uh, briefly. I, I've dabbled <laughs> in it a little bit. Dabbled Defender. in defending? <laughs> no, just the, the game. Uh, in February of 1986, Namco releases Sky Kid Deluxe, their first game to use a Yamaha YM2151 FM sound chip. That sounds technical. <laughs> I don't think I've that ever heard of this fancy. game either. That's fancy. Sky Kid oh, Deluxe. I, I've this, never heard of this game. This I've sounds... never heard of Deluxe, but when I look at the screenshot, I recognize it. Yeah, I, I recognize too. Sky Kid. I know Sky Kid was a playing game. I think I've whatever, played but... this before. I think you can like flip upside down and do some stuff. It's sort of like yeah, you uh, can. It's, if it's the same thing I'm thinking of, then you can. Yeah, I guess it's sort of like barnstorming or something like that. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, in February 21st, 1986, <clears throat> Nintendo releases The Legend of Zelda, designed by Shigeru Miyamoto for the Family Computer Disk System. The first game in the Legend of Zelda series. Never Still heard my of it. favorite one. What? Still my favorite of the series. What's Zelda? Never heard of this. It's um. Is this like Mega Man. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, some yeah yeah it's it's actually a ripoff of Mega Man. No, um, I mean. <laughs> yeah, they just changed all the blue to green. Yeah. Yeah. no i mean what what can you what can you say about this game that hasn't been said you know it's the most distinct video game memory i have is playing this game at my aunt's house uh after school you know i'm you know five six years old uh it introduced me to nintendo before mario did and it's still to this day my favorite gaming franchise of all time and it all started with this one. Yeah, it's up there for me. It's definitely in my top five of favorite video yep. games of all time. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the original Zelda was the first game I played where, like, even my friend's parents were playing it. And yeah. I, thought, I always thought that was weird. But, like, <laughs> my buddy Ray, when, when this game came out, me and this kid Ray used to be, like, inseparable all up through high school. And uh, his mother used to play it. And she would draw her own maps, like, mm-hmm. before, like, the player's guide came out and any of that stuff. Which I actually have. I should have grabbed that. Um, but before like that stuff came out, she would draw her own maps on that little blue. Remember that blue graph paper with the squares mm-hmm. on it? It was mm-hmm. amazing. And like she got them all right. And then like when the players came out, I would compare like her notes to like the actual thing, and they were like all correct. I'm like this is amazing. I <laughs> I still this is still my favorite game in the series. The just the original. That's I, badass. I, I like the original, but I still say that Link to the Past edges it out for me though. I don't know why. There's just something about Link to the Past that just it like took the what the original Zelda did and then just like cranked it up to eleven, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's there are very few games in this series that I actually don't like. I mean, some are obviously better than others, but you know, pretty much every Zelda game I've played, I've enjoyed quite a bit. So that's yeah. that's saying something. I haven't played all of them, which is I'm, I hate to say that, but. Dude, wait till you play Breath of the Wild. Yes. Good lord, man. Like I've I've heard that it's it's much 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 better on on Switch than it was on like Wii U. Dude, I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you this because you're a WoW player too, and I was addicted to WoW for like 5 years. I still love WoW. Yeah. I don't play it because I just don't have the time to be sucked into it like I used to be. Right. 
I get right, the same feeling in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild as I do in WoW. And that's that's saying something. Like yeah. just that whole world, like the aesthetic, everything about it just it feels so like it's, wow it's, to me. It's you recommend it for Switch then then uh Oh yeah. Wii U, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I, man. I don't know. You're you're you're. Look, I'm just, just I'm no longer the, teetering towards. I'm not look, interested in switch. I'm going. Type on slowly your computer, going to the other side. Just go on your computer. Type Amazon.com and go up to the search <laughs> bar. <laughs> I'm sure they got them in stock. But to round us there, out, there's actually uh surprisingly there's actually a bunch of them in stock at like the Walmart and Target right oh, yeah. by my house. I like around, obviously around Christmas there weren't anything, but now when I go in there, there's always at least three or four. Yeah. Oh, you should have no problem picking one up now. Anywhere, um, they've definitely yeah. bumped up production. Man, you're you're really trying. <laughs> <laughs> they should, Nintendo should be. Are they paying you or are they sending you checks? No, I, yeah, I was I was about to ask that. Like, is Nintendo just like paying you under the table or something? Pay no or attention. Where's, where's my where's there, my cut there's of the money? Definitely, there's definitely a little bit of interest. A lot more than there was before uh, when when it first came out. But yeah. um, I don't know. I got to talk to my girl. We have a wedding to save for and stuff. But oh yeah. That's not an excuse. I am building the new PC right now, as I said. So. <laughs> uh, but to round this out, for this month in video game history, in February of 1986, SNK releases Ikari Warriors, which yes. shares many oh, elements favorite. with Taito's Frontline from 1982, but adds two-player simultaneous play and visuals closer to 1985's Commando. It's SNK's breakthrough game in the U.S. Yeah. I'm going to say that I picked that- up Ikari Warriors a few weeks ago at the, at the, uh, the flea market, the NES version. And I was like, oh, I remember loving this game as a kid. It doesn't hold up that well. <laughs> it's, dude, it's so, and you couldn't save until the second one. So the first one, you would get way to the end and die, and you're like, hey, now I start all over, buddy. Uh, what? Like, I must have smashed like three cartridges when I was a kid because you can't save anything. I'm like, come on, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it just, it, I, I loved that game as a kid, and I haven't played it yeah. in probably at least 30 years <laughs> maybe you know 28 to 30 years and going back and playing it a few weeks ago after i got it home popped it into the uh the nes man that game is hard to yeah, like the just the controls suck and like it, it it does not hold up at all so i can't recommend akari warriors for your nintendo collection unless you're just if you've never played a, it i'd recommend at least give it a shot give it a shot but i mean look, it's you're gonna give it about just remember it's minutes. 2018 and the game came out 86 yeah <laughs> <laughs> but derek uh tell us about some books this week before we go into our uh, review for the week so for you the listeners of the nerd cave retro podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service uh, currently, I'm listening to Ready Player One, written by Ernest Klein, narrated by Will, Will Wheaton, Wheaton. Will of Star Trek. Wheaton. <laughs> of Star Trek: The Next Generation fame. A uh, very good book if you're a fan of 1980s pop culture. Definitely check it out. Uh, it makes me really excited to see the movie coming out, uh, which I believe is the end of March, right? Like uh, March I think 30th. So yeah, um, something like that. I'm pretty sure that's right. I know the trailer looks great, and so many people I know have been reading the book to prep for the movie, and they all swear that it's great. Yeah. So far, I'm really liking it. it it's it's kind of a, a long read. I think the audio version's like 15 and a half hours long, so it's going to take me a bit to finish it. But That's a lot so of far, content really for it. free. That's a lot. 
best four letter word yep. free free <laughs> but they have other books as well if you're into gaming they have books from the halo series gears of war mass effect they have fiction non-fiction warcraft warcraft <laughs> yeah. yeah i have a ton of uh, of wow audiobooks i got from audible oh that's awesome nice nice oh, if they do have it uh the warcraft archives is awesome um i actually read the actual book let me see if they have it um if you're interested in warcraft is that books. what it's called is it the same as it's not the same as chronicles is it um actually let me go grab it real quick and i'll show it to the screen but yeah, they have you know pretty much any genre that you can think of, and if you're always cool. on the go like I am, Audible is a great service to have. Yeah, there's the Whoa. Warcraft archive book. I've never even heard of that. Uh, it's got oh four God. stories in it. One called Day of the it's Dragon. Got Knack, too. Uh, Lord of the. Oh, Clans. okay, I know what that is. I used yeah. to have the I used to have the actual uh, paperbacks. There was a trilogy. There was Day of the Dragon and two other things. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this one has stories written by Christy Golden and Chris Metzen. And it and uh, the Chris Metzen story is actually about uh, which one uh, it was about Thrall, about how he got his start, which is a wonderful, fantastic story. Um, let me see if they have it on Audible before we move on. Uh, Warcraft archives is it? If I would highly recommend that if they have it on audiobook, I do not see it. Um, hmm. Sci-fi and fantasy, maybe? No, I don't think they have it. Oh, well. But they've got a lot of other great books. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they do have have Warcraft books. They have Before the Storm by Christy Golden, uh, Illidan, uh, World of Warcraft, uh, Storm Rage, uh, War Crimes, which is a good one. Uh, that's a real good one yeah so if you're into warcraft shoot go go use our uh use our code and go get yourself a free warcraft book on audible and if you want to do that go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook and 30-day free trial and this week we're talking about oops oops there we go There it is. The game's got some really good music in it. I was very surprised at how good the music was in this game. Uh, See, Rygar is... Uh, a video game created by Tecmo in 1986, which I think Tecmo was probably one of the better uh, developers back in the day. Of course, they did Ninja Gaiden, which is my absolute favorite NES game, and Tecmo Bowl. And I, I know you guys played some Tecmo Bowl back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. We used to, yeah, we used to do Tecmo Super Bowl tournaments in high yes, school <laughs> for yes. money. It was great. Uh, it was originally released in the arcades in Japan as Warrior of Argus. It's a uh, side-scrolling platform game where the player assumes the role as the legendary warrior battling through a hostile landscape. Main feature of gameplay is the use of a weapon called the Disc Armor, a shield with a long chain attached to it. Uh, It's sort of like using a a giant um, yo-yo as a a weapon. Um, That's funny, actually. I know this is one of your favorite games, Joey, and, and... it's weird yeah. because I've always heard about this game, but even as a kid, it kind of passed me by. I didn't really have any friends that had this game. 
Um, and it didn't really like I like the the cover art of the uh, the 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 you know the cartridge now, but as a kid, it really didn't do much for me. Uh, but now going back and and I would have loved to play this game as a kid. I think I would have had a lot more tolerance for it as a kid, other than as opposed to being an adult. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I like the game a lot, but I'm gonna give it a huge ding because of a lack of. <clears throat> I think you know what I'm going to say, Derek. A lack of save feature. And <laughs> and no. What's the other one? Uh, no. Uh, well, what's it called? Uh, the password. Uh, he doesn't no, even remember. No password feature. No password but, feature. But, but But if you die, when you hit start, you continue where you left off. Yeah, but so, I'm talking so about I'm not gonna sit and play this whole game in one sitting. Well, you, <laughs> no, I know, but I mean, you just leave it on pause and go to school and come back the next day, and you know, yeah, that's but I'm, I'm paying the electric bill now. That doesn't happen. I'm not using Dad's money anymore. <laughs> you know what? There's an, there's an interesting uh, Rygar tie-in, and uh, I only I thought about this recently, and it rem- it, it brought back my love for Rygar, but. The the place where Rygar takes takes place is called Argus. It's Planet Argus, whatever. That's why the name was Warrior of Argus. And now the new planet in WoW is called Argus. Really? I didn't know that. Same spelling, same everything. Yeah. So now we've gotten off Azeroth, and now we're on Argus. I mean, obviously huh. everything is all the all the zones are there, but they've just added a zone called Argus recently. And uh, and um, so it, it reminded me when that. I first heard of that. I was like, well, that's the same. <laughs> like, are we going to see like a little Rygar uh, homage or something? I haven't maybe. seen anything yet, but I think it would be awesome if we did. Well, the cool thing about this game, you know, the, the graphics aren't spectacular, but they work for what the game is. Um, yep. And uh, the coolest thing about this game is for an early Nintendo game, it you can see that the roots of like, you know, Castlevania started with this game because it reminds me a lot of Castlevania. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go through and you get like Even all sorts the, of the weapon is almost like super yeah. similar. Yeah, and yeah. you go through and you get you have to get like certain items to be able to progress through the game. Like you have to get like a grappling hook. Uh, you have to get a, um, a crossbow. Uh, what's the other one? Um, where you hook onto a rope and you like swing across. Oh, the the pulley. Yeah, the pulley system. Uh, and you have to go through like <clears throat> a lot of times. I would get to certain parts like you <clears throat> go into a cave and there's like this old man sitting in the cave and he's like, "You can't go any further unless you get you know the grappling hook." And I'm like, "Well, it would help yeah. if you would tell me where the grappling hook is." Yeah. You know, I was thinking the exact same thing when I was playing it earlier today. Like, you can't go anywhere until you have the grappling hook. Um, what? Yeah. Where, where is said grappling hook? I remember. I remember like when it came out playing it, and like just remembering where stuff is. And now I have to like pause it and then go. Uh, like I have to tell my Twitch viewers, like, hold on, give me a second. I need to go to Google real quick <laughs> to find out where the hell I'm supposed to be going. And then you got to go back like three levels, yeah, and find some other door that I don't even remember existed. It's. I still love that game though. And in fact, I streamed it for I don't know 30, 40 minutes before we went live, and uh. The music is such. That's like my almost my favorite part of the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Tecmo always had great music with their games, yeah. especially like uh, you know with Ninja Gaiden. To me, Ninja Gaiden is the best 
NES soundtrack of of all time. Like every level has a different theme and each theme really fits that level and it just gets stuck in your head and it's like it's really like pulse pounding type of, you know, chip tunes. But um uh, you know, I really had a lot of fun playing this game, but like I said, it is a really long game. Like I don't even know oh, yeah. how far from the end I even was, you know, like I, I tried to do, uh, <laughs> last night, actually, I got on YouTube and was looking at sort of like a playthrough. Um, <clears throat> even like the speed runners, it takes you <laughs> over an hour just to speed yeah. <laughs> run this game, like an hour. And I think like the fastest one was like, I saw it was like an hour and four minutes or something like that. I'm like if that takes you <laughs> that long to speed run, that's not yeah. a speed run. <laughs> no, that's just a run. <laughs> that's, that's a run, you know, but it's I, crazy. I, I, I remember as a kid, not liking that. Cause I remember not knowing where, you know, I don't know how far in I am. I don't know how far away from the end I am. And I and I hated the ending because you go through all this, like you said, it's super long. There's a million different levels. Sometimes you have to go back yeah. levels to find other hidden doors you couldn't find before. Yeah. Same thing with like when you get the grappling hook, you have to go all the way back to the beginning level wow. to to climb up a tree you couldn't climb up before because you didn't have the grappling hook. So like stuff like that. And then I don't know, whatever. This isn't a spoiler. The game came out in like 1988 or yeah. whatever the hell. Well, that's but, the thing. Um, it falls into the same traps as Blaster Master did. Like you got to do all this backtracking and try to remember yeah. where you've been. And <laughs> you know, it's so ambitious for the time because you you know you've got games surrounding that are like you know Super Mario Brothers had just come out. You know, which is pretty simple. You know, you got Duck yeah. Hunt and like you know, also no like save feature by the way. Yeah, no save feature, but. But you can finish <laughs> Super Mario Brothers in one sitting. In one sitting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you've got like, you know, it was kind of like these are the, the earliest um, games with like that kind of ambition behind them. You know, that like, like yeah. as far as like, you know, Legend of Zelda and those type of games. Yeah, they were, you know, at least Zelda had a save feature to it. But you've got yeah. these games that are like, you know, Blaster Master and Rygar, these really, really <laughs> long <Wars>. games. <laughs> with not even a password feature to it. Like, come on guys. What, like, did you forget? Like, what the hell were you thinking? Why did some games have it and some didn't? That yeah, was a, that was a big argument in my head all it. the time. It just makes no sense. Something but, I noticed, uh, something I noticed whenever I was playing this game, uh, with this and games like Zelda, do you think that kind of laid the groundwork for, like the open world type games like Skyrim, where it's a little bit yeah. more. Because something I noticed with Rygar is it was more free flowing than I thought it would be. Oh yeah, yeah. The fact that you can go back and forth to other levels and stuff is mm -hmm. like, is almost exactly what you're talking about. I, I like that a lot. I always thought that was cool. I can't. I I like didn't like like Mario for example. I couldn't go back like up the pipe to outside and yeah. the original. You know, the beginning of one one because I already passed all that. That always bothered me for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know what I thought I was going to do. I got what I thought I was going to go back and do, but I couldn't go back there. But Riger, I can go wherever I wanted, completely open world. And even even if I was doing a, you know a two hour run, if I wanted to play it for eight hours, I just didn't progress. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I would just stand there and keep killing stuff. Yeah. And and uh, you know if I wanted it to be that long, I could make it that long. And I was going to actually bring it up tonight about um <clears throat> excuse me about why Rygar never had you know like a franchise but then you sent me uh something today joey uh 
there they actually did a Rygar 2 for the PlayStation 2 called Rygar yeah, the was, Legendary Adventure. It was it was um almost like not necessarily a remake but it was uh, an update I would say maybe of the the original there was a lot of stuff added to it where to me it felt like a different game and it was it was 3D also because it was 400 years later when yeah. you know the PS2 had a lot more power than the NES obviously but um I think it was 2004 Four or five it came uh, it out? Says or it was two, released maybe, right? in uh, November of 2002. Yeah, 2002. Right, right, right. Um, actually, yeah, and then it came out on the Wii in 2008, which I never knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this, this definitely seems like the kind of game that could have gone further, especially like on the, the Nintendo. God of War. Even on to the Super Nintendo. Yeah, like it, it complete. that's exactly what it reminds me of is like the, the yeah, like this is the, the inspiration for the God of War series. Yeah, I I, I thought that the first time I played God, I, I love God of War. Um, I've beaten one, two, I never beat three. Um, I'm four, I guess, was supposed to come out 4,000 years ago, too. I don't know what happened. But anyway, but this uh, has always reminded me of that. The first time I played God of War, I thought, wow, this is like an updated, like modern current version of Rygar. Yeah. And I still, I mean, I love them both. I, I, I'll always love Rygar. I'm trying to find um, trying to find a poster, like the, the small ones that the NES games used to come with. Yeah. Um, of, from Rygar, and I can't find it anywhere. I can't even find, like anyone like doing reprints or anything like that. I miss when they used to do stuff like that. I remember getting posters in the, the, you know, the game carts. Uh, like yep. I had posters, mm-hmm. like I had like a star tropics poster. Um, <laughs> I remember the big, uh, now you're playing with power poster that had oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, all yeah. the games on it. I used to, it used to have that stuck right on the wall, man. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta find that poster. Like at least a reprint of it. I would love to have that like right up on the wall behind me. No, you're playing with power. I remember playing uh the PS2 version of Rygar or the, the sequel or whatever, and I got stuck at one point and it wasn't me. It was like I looked it up and there was some kind of glitch in the game or whatever where if you do a certain thing early on, which I didn't know about until the time until I got there, like it would screw up some other part of the game where you just couldn't do it. It it was some kind of weird programming glitch or something huh. that uh, I had heard about. I don't even remember what it was. I could see the picture of the screen in my head, but I could never get past that, so I just gave up. I didn't want to start all over, and uh, <laughs> I haven't played it since, which was a very, very long time ago. Uh, it says also for the uh, original Rygar, there was a bug in the PAL version. Uh, the PAL version of the NES game reportedly contained a computer error which inadvertently increased substantially the difficulty of the final portions of the game, particularly in beating the final boss. The PAL version limited the player's tone and last last stats to 1,023 points instead of 4,095, which meant that there was less maximum life and noticeably less damage to enemies. That sucks. Good thing it didn't happen here. That's pretty awful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did, would, uh... did, did, did either one of you guys beat it no or no <laughs> i don't no. even know how far right. away from the I'm end gonna... i was oh that's right you said that. i'm gonna spoil the ending for you because when i was a kid it pissed me off <laughs> all of the like we said all of the effort you had to go through and how long it was and you know going back through levels for to do other stuff that you couldn't do originally and all that stuff and then like you get to the boss and you beat him and like a window opens and there's a bird and it says congratulations what Exactly. Really? The first time I saw that, I said, are you insane? I think it's like, congratulations, and then if you wait, like, there's a, a scroll that says, like, you you have brought peace to the land or something like that. 
but it's just like one quick little sentence. No, I don't. I don't remember um, if there's long credits or anything like that after that. But I don't believe there was. I just remember this little window and this stupid bird that I wish I could punch. <laughs> I used to shoot it with the light gun when, like, when I would play it at home, I would take the light gun and try to shoot the bird. <laughs> Uh, but um, yeah, I, I remember being so disappointed in that. I mean, luckily now I could beat it in you know whatever yeah. half hour just doing using cheat codes and emulator stuff. But there were actually very few games that I could actually beat as a kid without some sort of uh, oh yeah. You know, I never play. I never got the um, the game genie or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, the thing. only codes that I knew for stuff was stuff that I got out of like Nintendo Power. Like, you yeah. know, uh, mm-hmm. what was the, yeah, I can't, I can't remember some of the stuff I used to do. Uh, like I would get codes out of Nintendo power to give you like, you know, 10 extra lives or something like that. Um, yeah. I think like even final fight for the super Nintendo, like I got, they showed you how to get to the, the menu screen to be able to change the difficulty and like boost up your, you know, your, your, uh, extra lives and all that kind of stuff. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, there, um, I can't. That was you, my favorite Super NES game. Yeah, I think you got to press. It's something weird. You can look it up. It's like you got to press up and the yeah, left yeah, yeah. trigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now something. I'm excited. And uh, you can yeah, actually play the up, soundtrack. Man. It's it's really cool. Um, That's cool. It, I love that game so much that when I had my last, when I had my retirement match, like my last wrestling match where I where I was retiring because of my neck injuries or whatever, uh, I actually begged the promoter to name the show Final Fight, and he did. Wow. Yeah, you probably can't see it. The poster's <laughs> behind me, though. And I just took the graphic right off the box, and, yeah. and I was like, this is my last match, so it kind of fits. And I'm like, can you can you use this name? Because I love this game, and it's it kind of fits the thing. He's like, yeah, sure. And uh, so we called it Final Fight. I, I stole the graphic right off the game box and everything. It's really <laughs> that's cool. Awesome. I, that's awesome. That's one of my top favorite Super Nintendo games. Even to this day, I still love playing that game. Yeah, me too. But, I mean, to go back to Rygar... You know, uh, I had a, I have I've been having fun playing it, but like I said, you know, if you're gonna play it, I would recommend emulating it. That way, you can at least have a save feature because <clears throat> get I you know <laughs> I recommend getting it for your collection because it is kind of one of those cult classic, you know, Nintendo games, and the box art's nice. Um, you know, it, it's good to have for your collection, but it's not something you're gonna play often. Uh, but I think if you were to kind of emulate it, you probably would play it more often having a save feature. So uh, as far as the original <laughs> Nintendo version of it out of 10, I would probably give it a six and a half <clears throat> just Oof, for the sheer fact low. that you know, there's no way to save it. <laughs> and that sucks. It's awful. It, it breaks the game for me. It, it, if there's a, if you don't have a save feature, well, I'll, I'll give it a seven. It gets a nice C minus. If it would have had a save feature, it would probably be up to like a B plus probably. I, uh, I, I like the arcade graphics better than I liked the Nintendo graphics, but of course, you know, they were more powerful, but I would give this game an eight. I think the no wow. no save feature loses one point, and uh, just the length and not knowing where the hell you're going, or and, like not knowing level. There's not even like I said levels before, but I don't know how else to describe it. But there's no there's no like level one or level two or whatever. Yeah. Just that this is the world, and go screw around and figure it out you're on your own. See, and that's so another that thing they could have like could, they should have. I, I, I like the I, I like the open world open endedness of it, but not to that extent. 
They could have like, at least, give me a clue somewhere. You know, they could have at least yeah, they just given kind of throw like, you right in. You know, like a map feature or something that you could access by hitting like the select button or something to at least that would have been cool. Kind of where you are in the world. Yeah, because it is like this. At, uh, you know, it's this vast, I'm, huge open world, and like you just kind of and you're always backtracking and doing stuff, so it's really hard to remember where the hell you're at. Yeah. Yeah, I. <sighs> It's really tough for me to give this a grade because I've just had such brief experience with it. I'd have to play it a little bit more, but I will say it's it's not what I expected with the open world feel to it. I thought it was just going to be a traditional side scroller, but I will say so far I am liking it. I mean, the the lack of save feature kind of sucks, but that's why I have an emulator. Yeah, at least yeah, at least you're, you're playing the emulated version. Yeah, uh, and from what but I, I do heard, look forward to playing it more. From what I heard, I was uh, on one of the videos I was watching last night that the actual arcade version is is quite different because it's just a straight side scroller, um, while the NES version is more of a platformer. Um, and I've mm-hmm. never, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I've never played uh, the arcade version at all. I didn't even know there was an arcade version. The only version I knew of was the Nintendo version. You can get an emulated version of that and try it. Well, you can get that on the virtual console. So the the actual arcade. Oh, version. the arcade version. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it's interesting that that. Wait, they have the NES version as well, or no? I don't think so. They don't. They have the arcade version. They don't have the NES version. They might have changed it by now, because uh, what yeah. I was looking up said it was said something like as of two thousand like eleven or something. The only one they had was the the arcade version. That's interesting. Yeah. Could play it on the Switch in September. Yeah, a uh, whole uh, uh, eight <laughs> months from now, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So uh, good stuff. Do, do you think I'm being too rough on it, uh, Joey? Do you, do you think I'm being a little yes. too harsh? <laughs> yes. Because don't don't get me wrong, but, it's a fun. But you game. didn't play it back then. You said though, right? You didn't yeah. play it as a kid. No, I never did. I I, okay, so, I have no nostalgia for this game whatsoever. I'm just coming yeah, at it. Yeah, so fresh. that's I, I completely understand that. See, and that's why I'm, I kind of went a little bit easier on Strider uh, the week before last too. Like that's another game that you know has. I never it's, got it's, into that. It's very. I, I had that game. Just it's never... a lot like Rygar. There's a lot of you know platforming. There's a lot of backtracking and then having to go back. You know because there's different um, levels within the levels that you can't access without getting you know a key from this other you know uh, other part <laughs> of the world. Then you yep. got to go back and then you know there all there is is a there's no save system. There's just a password system. But at least it had that you know and and. It's not yeah. that it, it's not that I would take a password system. If, if you're not going to give me a save system, at least give me a password system. If you don't give me a password system, then what the hell were you thinking? Especially if you're going to make a game that, you know, <laughs> if you were to play this straight through and knew where you were going and know, knew what you were doing, <clears throat> this game would still probably take three, four, five <laughs> hours probably. And that's yeah. a large chunk of time to sit playing one game. Yeah. Well, I, I used to leave my NES on pause when I went to school. Oh, and me then too. when I came back, I would resume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure my dad loved me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't tell my parents that. My my yeah. Nintendo was in my bedroom. I didn't tell them <laughs> I did that. I would just, I would turn it off. I would turn off the, t- I would pause it, turn off the TV, and I would put something in front of the thing, yeah, so, so you couldn't you see the yeah. little red light was on. I was on. gonna say that. I was like, put put like a game cartridge in front of it or something, so you couldn't see the red yeah, light. Yeah, just a box or something. <laughs> and they were none the wiser. No, I know that. when when I got the uh, when I got the NES Classic, um, that was the first game that I put on it when I hacked it was Rygar. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm trying not to be harsh on it, but at the same time, I am coming at it with a 2018 aesthetic. You know, I, I think I would have been a lot uh, easier on it if I had played it as a kid. But like I said, I this one really passed me by as a kid. I didn't know anyone that played it, and I never even saw this game like in person until I got it a few weeks ago. So I, you know, I've been playing it for a few weeks now. I don't even know if I'll ever finish this game, <laughs> I'm, unless I get like an emulated version, uh, or unless they come out with it for uh, Switch Online, which that would be totally fine with me. If they do that, hell yeah, I'll play it all day, all night. Give me a freaking save feature. With no, I was gonna say with no save feature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, could, I like I it. I could see them listening to this and having a save feature for everyone except for you. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get a save feature. This is what you get. <laughs> That'd be my luck. Or my save feature will be broken. Uh, the code is broken or something. Oh, man. But, uh, but it would be good publicity for the show. That's what it was yeah, no it save. So what about you, Derek? Uh, what'd you say you're going to be doing next week again? Uh, next week, I am going to be reviewing uh, Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, and it's actually um, it's played in the same style as the original arcade game, but there's a bit of an extension to it. It's actually quite a bit of a longer game than the arcade version. So okay. I recently rediscovered it on the uh, 3DS uh, eShop and been playing that the last couple of days. So that's what I'll be reviewing next week. Awesome. And then uh, after that, don't forget, everybody, we're taking a two-week hiatus because of my Disney vacation. And then after that, uh, the weekend of February 24th and 25th, Derek and I will both be at Pensacon. So come out, say hi, and uh, we'll be at uh, the Survey panel on Sunday at mm-hmm. 5 o'clock at the Grand Hotel uh, Derek, did you ever find out which ballroom we're in, or do I need to look that up real quick? Because I should probably. Uh, it's not actually. I don't think it's actually listed. Oh, it's. It not? just says okay. the grand ballroom. Okay. Because uh, I, I I'm going to be on Current Geek again this Friday, and uh, I want to have all that info before I go on the show, so I can tell everybody where to come see us. You can watch the movie, and you can talk to all of us. It's going to be a cast panel. At the Grand Hotel at Pensacon, February 25th. Uh, if you're going to be at Pensacon, let us know. Uh, maybe we can meet up, uh, say hi. And uh, I'm definitely going to be looking for retro games while I'm there because I know there's uh, always a, a couple of vendors there every year selling retro mm-hmm. games. And I actually, that's where I got Castlevania last night. I think you talked me into it, Derek, if I remember correctly. I did. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were on the fence, but I was like, it's right there. You got it. I'm, I'm glad you did too, because I think other than uh, Ninja Gaiden, Castlevania is the only other game I play like all the time. That's one of the best games for original NES. Oh, it is. It's one of my yeah, highest recommendations. And I still can't get uh, Castlevania 3 
I've been having uh, looking for it for on uh, Castle on Castlevania on eBay past couple of months, <laughs> and uh, uh, I can't ever get my hands on one. And I lost uh, a bid for um, <clears throat> Zombies Ate My Neighbors last week too. Somebody came uh. in and sniped me at the last second. Bastards. Right. <laughs> so. I may just go straight out and and just buy one at the play and talk because that's one of the games I really want is Zombies Ate My Neighbors for the Super Nintendo. That's a fun one. That's one of the best Super Nintendo games. Yeah. So, uh, Joey, before we go, tell everybody where they can find your stuff, where they can find you, and uh, Uh, go buy a T-shirt. Check me out at uh, twitter.com slash joeyimage, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash real joeyimage, and please buy a shirt, prowrestlingtees.com slash joeyimage. There's nine, I think there's nine designs now. Uh, they're 20 bucks each, so you can skip Starbucks for one day and buy a shirt instead, and know that the money will be going to my wedding, so it's for a good cause, and my medical bills too, but the wedding is more important. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, I'm going to put that in the show notes, too. So go get yourself a pro wrestling Joey Image t-shirt and uh, help a brother yes, out. Please. So, Derek, yes. what you got coming up this next week uh, over at the Derek Diamond Experience? So this week, I'll be you'll be hearing my interview with Pensacon guest and star of Warehouse 13, Mr. Eddie McClintock. Ooh. Uh, and then the following week, I'll be doing a roundtable interview slash discussion with the staff of Pensacon itself. So you'll be getting to hear kind of the behind the scenes work of what goes on into putting a convention together. So uh, Eddie McClintock will be this Thursday. The following Thursday will be Pensacon staff. So a couple of good episodes coming out over the next few weeks. Fantastic. Over at... Uh, you can follow the show uh, on Twitter at D Diamond Podcast, also on Instagram and Facebook at that same address, D Diamond Podcast. Uh, as far as the pop culture palette goes, we just released a new episode this last weekend. Uh, we talked about what did we talk about? Uh, oh yeah, we talked about is um, this current climate of uh, <laughs> oversensitivity is it killing comedy? And uh, it was kind of a <laughs> yes. large discussion we had over there. If, you, if you're interested in listening to that, you can find us on at PCP Show on Twitter. At, or, uh, you can go to the website, uh, pcpradio.com. Go check us out. As far as the, uh, the Nerd Cave Retro goes, please go head over to iTunes, leave us a review, or wherever you download the show at. Uh, I want to say one more time, thank you, Joey, for coming on the show. You're welcome here anytime, sir. Let me know. Thank you, sir. This has been great. I I love talking retro games with you guys. You know that. Let me know what games you want to talk about. I got the I got the whole list there on the uh, the Google Doc. So let me know what you want to talk about. Excellent. But uh, let me go ahead and play our music here if I can find it. Uh, Oh, that's not it. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) Wrong music. Uh, one of these days, I'll figure it out. <laughs> if you would like to there email we go. us, uh, you can email us at pop, um, not pop culture palette, damn it, at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. You can find us over at uh, nerdcaveretro.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter 
at NerdCaveRetro, at JFunktastic, at Derek underscore Diamond, and at Joey Image. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash NerdCaveRetro. So, Derek, tell them what it's all about. May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce. You've been listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.